So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 29 of So So There. There. I'm Gary Doyle. And I'm Tom Karamitis. If you're noticing some some awkwardness here, even more awkward than usual, it's because Tom and I are in different places due to COVID-19. Adjusting to the realities of our of our new and increasingly depressing world. And we know you are too. Our listeners are adjusting to the new realities of COVID-19. So we thought that you needed at this time an episode of So There. And before we get too far into it, I would just like to uh, assure our listeners that the So There podcast is taking measures to ensure all of our listeners' safety during this COVID-19 outbreak. You are echoing, basically, I feel like I've gotten the same email from every company I've ever done business with, from professionally to, you know, to, to stuff in my personal email. And they all say the, the same thing. They are, are, they are all, quote unquote, uniquely positioned to handle something like this. <laughs> That's what you know when they say that, that's when you need to start worrying because our government also said they were uniquely positioned to <laughs> handle something like this. And that hasn't really turned out to be the case. Yeah, I, I get those from everybody too. I got one and, you know, I get it from people like the airlines, you know, what they're doing to, you know, help us. But I get them from people like Venmo the electronic money system. I'm like, this is all electronic. I don't deal with any human beings. Uh, there's no germs. Why are you telling me what Venmo is doing to ensure my safety? You know, and I, I, I appreciate, um, I, I truly do. I appreciate the spirit behind a lot of these messages we're getting. Um, there's, a, uh, there's a well-known car company that is running a commercial and they tell me that um, uh, that they're there for me, you know. That that uh, and it's basically it's 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 a it's a lot of heartwarming images of hugging families and cars and stuff. And I don't really, honestly, I don't really know what that means. They're there for me. Okay, God forbid I need an oil change. You got me covered. But am I supposed to contact this car company to make sure they're there for me? I'm assuming the car companies are still. In business and stuff, but I, I and I, I just sense that it's a lot of they, they they want to express a sentiment, but there's really not a lot of practical utility that they're that they're trying to get across. They just want to be out there. Does it not provide you with some small measure of comfort that they're there for you? <laughs> perhaps perhaps you'd like to buy a car at this moment of emotional need well that you know what and 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 it's not even a hard sell they're really not talking about that which i think would be useful to know okay our 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 dealerships are 
are, are not open. We can do virtual car buying, but it's really just this kind of very high-minded, vague hug they're giving me, that they're there for me. And I guess I should take some comfort in that, but I didn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> Speaking of there for me, uh, I'd like to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. What do you mean, one of our sponsors? Isn't it our only sponsor? <laughs> you wrote this copy, not me, buddy. Actually, I didn't. Our advertiser wrote this copy. Yes. And who is that, you ask? A sponsor who is at the center of customization. You name it, we brand it. T-shirts? Check. Coffee mugs? Check. Customized AirPods? check. Apparel is the perfect complement to your brand and Midwest Promotional Group gives you access to most any type for a very affordable price. Branded merchandise helps build business relationships for any size business, big or small. It may be client gifts, employee events, or trade show giveaways. With Midwest Promotional Group, you can access top retail brands such as Under Armour, North Face, Patagonia, Callaway, Yeti, Richardson and more. The next time you may need some branded merchandise work done, check out shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. Tim Leahy is one of their experienced sales guys and a good friend of the show. Check his site out. He responds quickly and is ready to simplify your life by handling your next branded merchandise needs. So if your business is in need of any kind of fully customizable solutions, head on over to shop midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. Great. Yes. And tell yes. them so they sent you. Tell them Mike Singletary sent you. <laughs> ah, yes. An oldie but a goodie from uh, past pods. I'm sure all of, all of you remember that. You know, we could have we could have in these in these challenging times we could have just you know ran one of our one of our uh, we could have gone into the vaults and you know ran one of our old episodes or even you know compiled a a best of from our old episodes that would have been the easy way out we didn't do that we didn't do that you're welcome america this is going to be kind of a freeform jazz odyssey of Stream of consciousness, random thoughts. I will give you one quick random thought. I, we watch a lot of CNN. We kind of turn it on in the morning, and it's just kind of on all day, very low in the background. And I'm finding, more than ever, I'm thoroughly depressed by the ASPCA commercials that they put on. There's 90-second edits of tortured, abused animals. Um, and, you know, that those those commercials always kind of depress me anyway and I guess that's the idea but I'm just finding now especially I just everything is just depressing I, I, I guess I want some kind of you know lighthearted escapism even in my even in the advertising we see I just find them and the other thing is that 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS thing just drones on and on I don't know if you've heard that jingle it's one of probably one have of I worst. heard that jingle Oh my gosh. It's awful and brilliant at the same time. I was thinking about that last night. It it just everything you need to know, you have it in that lyric, you know? They they they, they give you the URL, they spell it correctly because it's cars with a K, you know? It's just all there for you and they say it over and over again. 
and the kids sing it and then the adult sings it and he kind of he kind of tries to sing it in that sort of unpolished kind of raffi-ish way that's sort of like a kid but it's an adult yeah it, it his his delivery reminds me of that guy that did uh we'll, we'll leave the light on for you that tom bodette that tom kind of Bo- tom bodette yeah kind of folksy down home thing but yeah it's uh it is like nails on a chalkboard for me that that commercial so tom many people uh in this time of sheltering in place and by the way i wonder where that phrase had you ever heard that phrase before before this somebody seemed to have invented this phrase sheltering in place which we've all become accustomed to it but if you think about it it is an odd phrase sheltering in place as opposed to just stay home right isn't that odd well um i have not heard that before this but I'm, I'm assuming that if you don't say in place, then you're going to insinuate that shelter wherever there's a place you can go, whether it's your kid's house or your parent's house or both, or they want you to stay in one place. And you're giving me, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Gary and I are doing a uh, simultaneously a, uh, a FaceTime thing so we can watch each other's disapproving looks. <laughs> and I just got one from Gary. Uh... I'm really, I'm really, I'm really staring at disapproval of my camera angle on my phone, which is shot from down below and makes me look like a Golub from Lord of the Rings. If you do watch CNN, whenever they have David Gergen on, for some reason he has his camera positioned just like yours, and it's a great nostril shot. <laughs> I mean, it's a great shot of a man in need of some nostril trimming, some manscaping. Who among us? is not a need of some nostril trimming right now. Especially now. If we're being completely honest with ourselves. So what is, uh, uh, but getting back to sheltering in place, Tom, what, what is Tom Karamidas doing to fill the time when he shelters in place? And I'm not talking about work, other than work. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I look forward to things like having a couple of, an hour and a half to go outside and clean up yard waste that's mm-hmm. accumulated over the winter or just just taking a walk around the neighborhood Th- those little things that just that escape from endless video conferences uh yeah. is is so delightful how about how about gary doyle is yard waste in your neighborhood is that like old toilets that people leave on your lawn or water heaters discarded water heaters where you just go out in the yard one day and there's and there's an old water heater isn't isn't that what happens in uh lake zurich well, as we've established, uh, where you live, Lake Bluff, is much more upscale than where I live. So I, I tend to have to deal with people uh, working on their cars on their front lawns, right? You know, water heaters by the curb on Sunday night. Yeah. You know the the refuse I have to clean up out of my front yard is U.S. savings bonds. I mean, they're just they're just they're just blowing around, and I walk out there and I'm like, damn it. More savings bonds, and they're not even—they're not even enough value for me to save, frankly. So I, I pitch them, but that's—that's that's really annoying. That, you know, so I understand you going out in the yard and picking up refuse. That's interesting. I, I know once sixty minutes did a study. They they sprinkled some change on the floor of Grand Central Station to find out what is the minimum the minimum denomination that it needs to be for somebody to bend forward and pick it up. And I think they came to the conclusion that, that people will stoop down for a nickel 
They won't stoop down for a penny. I guess in your neighborhood, though, it's savings bonds of a minimum of certain denomination. We may have talked about this in the podcast, but Spy Magazine had an excellent feature. Do you, Spy Magazine, do you remember that? Were you ever, yeah. So they were a, mag, a satirical magazine in the 90s about New York City. But they, as a story, they sent checks to people in very small denominations to see who would cash them. And, you know, they started off with, and they sent them to rich people, like billionaires and celebrities. And they started off with like $11 to see who would cash a check for $11 and people like share you know, would do that. And, and then they'd keep, they'd keep lowering them out. And eventually they got down to 34 cent checks. <laughs> they sent 34 checks to, sent 34 cent checks to the people who had cashed the earlier ones. And you know, one of the people who cashed a 34 cent check, Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, to quote that famous old Volkswagen commercial from the seventies, when they showed a very rich man driving a Volkswagen, he said, how do you think a man like me got to be a man like me? The question was, why are you driving a Volkswagen, sir? You could drive a luxury vehicle. I wouldn't drive Volkswagen if I was you, son. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. You're going out in the yard and picking up refuse. Nothing else Tom Carminus is doing at this spare time? Uh, there's a, there's a, a forest preserve that's across the street from our neighborhood. It's exactly Whoa. three miles round trip, so I try to do that a couple of times a week. It's, it's frustrating nice. not being able to go to the gym, frankly. That's, I, yeah. I have a love-hate uh, relationship with the gym. I dread going, and I'm always proud of myself for having gone. But now that it's not an option, I, I, I do feel guilty and increasingly stiff and lethargic. Uh, how, about, how about the Doyles? Uh... What am I doing in my, my shelter-in-place yeah. time? Yeah. I'm trying to do things. I'm uh, trying to play piano. Trying to uh, I, I've, I've played it off and on, and I'm trying to uh, you know, play that more, tackle some songs. I'm, I'm uh, reading uh, more books. I'm, I'm, I'm baking uh, bread and cookies. Uh, I, I decided to uh, try to tackle The Sopranos from the beginning so i i started watching it like maybe in season three and i really enjoyed it to the end but i never saw the first couple seasons and i decided i'm going to watch all the episodes and it's quite quite an undertaking there's probably i don't know 50 or 60 hour-long episodes and i'm about through five so that's an undertaking but that's that's what i'm doing in my in my free time that's that that is that is a big undertaking i'm i'm doing something similar with schitt's creek but that's, you know, since there's no commercial, that's 23 minutes an episode, and it's fairly, obviously, it's light entertainment, so. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can I tell you one other thing that's been bugging me, and I've had more time to, to, to think about it over the past week? Uh, just, just, what this, just what this episode needs is more time for us to think about the things that annoy us. Uh, and, it, and it is an, an, an ad trend I think we've touched upon before, but the whole uh, noun as verb thing has really gone off the deep end. Because uh, now apparently Bayer is telling us this is why we science. <laughs> Can we move on from this? Please? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh 
oh man <laughs> that is uh that is something that uh that i i when i hear that i wish for coronavirus to take me i hope i hope that <laughs> i hope that this does not prove to be a uh a, a prophecy but uh <laughs> please take me <laughs> i know you teach a class uh at a local university uh, you make it sound like it's like devry you know well, i don't know i don't want to give away uh, all of your personal information but go ahead it's loyola it's loyola university prestigious yes. university and have you talked to your students about the noun as verb thing yet <laughs> or do you want me to do a guest lecture thing for you <laughs> That would be great if you could prepare a 119 slide PowerPoint about <laughs> about uh, nouns as verbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is uh, there are lots of those. some of them I'm not allowed to mention because they're your clients that have actually done this. So yes. probably mine too. So uh, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. a bit of a minefield. Um, yeah, I could do a lecture in your class about all the things in advertising that irritate me. Give you 120 <laughs> slides on that. I think here's what your lecture would be. You would, you would say, you know, <laughs> a lot of advertisers use nouns as verbs, like this is how we science, and that would be one slide, and then you'd spend the next hour and, and a half brooding <laughs> in silence. <laughs> and, the kids, and the kids would all be sitting uncomfortably out there going, is there any... <laughs> Is there anything next? And you just be brooding, and then after an hour and a half, you'd go, all right, so uh, take care, everybody. <laughs> Professor Doyle, we'll see you next week. <laughs> you know what? The students would like that because it's kind of like having, when you're in high school or grade school, a substitute teacher. You know, this is not going to be a lot of heavy lifting today. <laughs> Mr. Karamitis is coming back. Some heavy brooding. <laughs> but that's different from heavy lifting. <laughs> or heavy breathing. Uh, so has uh, Tom Karamitis uh, been to the grocery store since the COVID-19 outbreak? Oh, yes. Every weekend I have my rotation, which is I start at Costco. Whoa, go, you go to more than one? I go to Costco, then I go to Aldi, then I what? go to, to Jewel for whatever I can't find at either those first two. That is bonkers. The Karamitis don't, triple play. Don't you think that's a little bit uh, high risk? Have you been to Costco? They're being very good about uh, controlling the number of people in the store. No. I have a Costco membership, but I don't go very often. I might go every month or two. Interesting. But I see those films of all the hordes of people pouring into Costco when they open up for the day and to get their toilet paper. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't need to be a part of that. Yeah, it, it hasn't been that bad. They, they position people six feet apart in line to get into the store, and they only let you in as somebody leaves. So they have people monitoring the exit traffic and people monitoring the entrance traffic, and it, the stores are fairly empty. And then they have somebody um, organizing that when you're ready to check out, they kind of control which register you go to to really... Uh, they've been very conscientious about that. I've been very impressed. Mm. Gary Doyle goes to the Jewel. One stop. Boom. One stop, the jewel, the man of the people. I, I've noticed. If you're a man of the people. You would go to Aldi, okay? I, I'd, <laughs> I'd go to Aldi if there was an Aldi nearby. But <clears throat> where I live, Tom, <laughs> that's true. I forgot. <laughs> you know, they try to open Aldis, and the people 
rise up against it. <laughs> we will not have an Aldi in uh, like uh, No, no, sorry. Now, if there's you know if there's two Whole Foods within a half mile of each other, that's great. But no, in Aldi. Have you been to Aldi before? I love Aldi. Okay, yes. good. Yes, yeah, but no matter fan. what you I'd do love... in an Aldi, no matter how much you buy, it never seems to exceed no. fifty bucks. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, lo I love, I love Aldi. Uh, you know, they try, they tried to put up a true story. They tried Costco approached the city of Lake Forest and said, "We want to put a Costco, you know, right by the highway at you know, Route sixty and one seventy six. If anybody knows where that intersection is, but it's like you know, out right by the highway." And Cosk and Lake Forest said, "People at Lake Forest are like, oh, no, we can't have a Costco. It would, it would. In, there's those are environmental wetlands, and so we cannot have. Uh, it's an a danger to the environment. And of course, they just they just didn't want a Costco there because they're Lake Forest, and so they Costco said after fighting, the people of Lake Forest for this Costco said, oh, okay, we'll put it on the other side of the highway, in Metawah." And Meadow, I was like, yeah, we'll take the tax dollars. Great, thanks. I Thank wonder, you. And I it's wonder. literally in the same location, only the other side of the highway. Do you think your, your, your neighbors would have opposed if it was like a series of art galleries in that first location? Tom, let me Where just the say... the wetlands have been spared, I think. Let me just say the, the environmental concern excuse is only hauled out when someone wants to put an Aldi or a Costco... Or a uh, McDonald's or a car wash, you know, something that the people use. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're a little concerned about the environment. <laughs> yeah. Have you found uh, you're busier at work during this period? Oh, my from home? gosh, yes. Oh. Uh, and I don't, yeah, I mean, part of it is because my clients are doing a lot of, you know, a lot of message-specific marketing for this time we're in. But I think part of it, too, is there's so many more emails and there's so many more conference calls. And the conference calls all start with, you know, five or ten minutes of chit-chat, you know. Everyone has to have chit-chat beginning of the calls, you know. Uh, and so... It all it all ends up expanding the time, you know, a lot of the day. So I find almost my whole day is filled with with uh, with calls and and emails and yes, busier than when I'm in the office. How about you? Yeah, it was interesting. The, the the first week we were working from home, I felt like everyone was in a bit of a state of shock and trying to figure everything out, figure out you know Zoom and WebEx and all these video conference platforms and and how this is all going to work. And then week two, there was a bit of a lull. And then the second half of week two, I feel like everybody panicked at the same time. You know, <laughs> everybody wanted, uh, you know, uh, immediate content in, in marketplace. And it was a scramble as to how we make stuff and what can we make. And, and uh, it's been that way. I mean, it's now it's, it's kind of, I feel like I'm in a bit of a seven day a week. <laughs> There's never a break. There's no difference in days. It's, they're all the same. Since you're in one environment, you don't have any real separation psychologically between being at the office and then leaving the office and, and, and coming home. So it's just, you know, it, it is truly, everybody's just saying, oh, it's Groundhog Day. But it is. It really, truly feels like that. 
Have you gotten the random feedback on conference calls before when all of a sudden it'll, it'll just be like a some weird noise like that or there'll be a massive echo you know uh so when's the deadline line 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 line, line. yeah it, it, it <laughs> that's a good one yes you're right because some of these you, you for some reason some sites it won't accept your computer's audio so you've got to si simultaneously dial in with your phone and then it's you, you do get the uh the feedback but it's you're right you spend the first 10 minutes getting everybody's tech set up Right. Um, but you, I, I guess go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I say I I, I guess I, I kind of didn't realize in the in the normal business day when we're actually at an office, how much time you save by actually walking by somebody and saying something in person. You know that that those little moments that you don't really that don't really register all of a sudden become something you have to more formally deal yeah, with in this great. environment. I think so. you've hit on something there. I think that's I think you've hit on an insight. Um. Yeah, I tell you the other thing about conference calls is you learn about you learn about people's homes. It's like, uh, what room are you in here? Why is there that ceramic elephant on your shelf <laughs> behind you? Where are you? <laughs> Where does Gary Doyle do his video calls from? The same place, or do you mix it up? I very carefully arrange my video setting for to enhance my brand. Uh, I sit in. <laughs> I sit in a room in front of a window so the there's light on my face so it looks more pleasant to the viewer and behind me is a big antique quilt that my wife bought it uh my wife bought it uh an antique store somewhere along the lines and so that 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 serves to distract people from my from my points of view which are generally um uh, gibberish so they they ignore they ignore that i'm not making sense and and think what is that what is that quilt behind you with the circles so you in other words you you you, you compensate for uh, a lack of a good idea with overwhelming art direction <laughs> <laughs> which has kind of been a lot of your career i would imagine <laughs> what do you mean my career 80 percent of the industry <laughs> uh, I've started doing these things in the uh, in the bedroom of my oldest son, who who does not live at home right now, because on the wall behind uh, my the computer on his opposite wall there is a two big flags. One is a flag of city of Chicago, and then the Greek flag. So I feel that kind of enhances my brand. It reminds everyone on the phone that Tom Karamitis A is Greek, and B lives in Chicago. All right. I don't need to put supers on the screen, all right? You know that about me, boom, just from the background. Must you bring your nationalist identity into the business realm? I think that makes probably makes a lot of people uncomfortable. <laughs> the swarthy Grecian is on the conference call again? Yes, yes. I was just going to uh, suggest a recommendation corner, perhaps for those who are sheltered in place, we could recommend some books, movies, and TV shows for people to enjoy. Are you suggesting we do that right now? Tom I didn't have time to put a list together.
Oh, Tom Karamitis. Well, plus, I think this made you uncomfortable because you're, you probably haven't consumed much beyond CNN. So I, 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 CNN and Schitt's Creek. I, I will, I will provide a few suggestions for our listeners. Uh, and I know that everyone's inundated with this kind of thing, but I think you know that So There carries a little bit extra weight um, with our loyal subscribers. So, uh, okay. TV show, I have two. A limited HBO series that was only on for six episodes for a half hour each, but which is fantastic. It's called Mrs. Fletcher. No, under the radar, nobody saw it. It was, it was on a year or two ago, but I thought it was great. It's about a suburban housewife whose son goes away to college and he kind of loses her mind. She, <laughs> she takes up uh, drugs and illicit sex and porn addiction, and it's very funny. Um, Mrs. Fletcher. And also, uh, the Colbert, uh, Stephen Colbert, has been very funny. I don't know if anyone's seen it in the last week or so, but he has been doing shows from his home. Um, with guests, but with no studio audience, and it's very funny. His jokes are somehow even funnier without the audience for some odd reason. He makes jokes, and there's an awkward silence. Then he makes another joke, but it's very enjoyable. So Mrs. Fletcher and Colbert. Movie, uh, rental, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Really good about a couple, African-American couple on the lamb, on the run from the cops. Excellent. And a book. A book. Uh, this is this is not a new book, but it's one that Gary Doyle has read two or three times. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Highly recommended. You will love it. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk about a Iraq soldier who is and his and his Bravo company who are who are uh, who are feted at halftime of a Dallas Cowboys game. On Thanksgiving, it all takes place on Thanksgiving Day at a Cowboys game, and it is fantastic. Those are my recommendations for your sheltering in place. So there. Well, depending on how long this lasts, we may see you again this way next time, right? I fear we will. Yes, I have a feeling you're right. And until that time comes, this is Tom and Gary saying, So there! there.